Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hameen Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hameen Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Would you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and i say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? Meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe.
immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. No more on morons. It is Tuesday, August 24th, 2021, and this is episode 95 of the War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. Welcome to the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. Yes, thank you for tuning in. As always, we've got a lot of great stuff for you tonight. Uh, Whether you're watching on Gab TV, watching on Rumble, somehow, by the grace of someone... Still able to watch on YouTube. Uh, we actually got a lot of, a lot of viewers on YouTube last week. I thought that was going to be it for us. Yeah. We're, for we're, sure. We're on two, we got a two strike count. We're at the plate and we're swinging for the fences. You know, we're not, we're not playing it safe. We're not censoring ourselves. We are, I mean, we're just going to do our show. If they want to cancel us, if they want to delete the channel, then that's their prerogative. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, or of course, if you're listening to the podcast, as I definitely recommend at hamimediagroup.podbean.com. Great channel there. Um, anyway, we're pumped that you're with us. We've got a lot of insane, imbecilic idiocies to cover this week. Okay. Um, starting off, I mean, we've got to do it. I know it's a serious situation, but I mean, is it wrong to say that I'm starting to find the whole Afghanistan thing kind of funny? I mean... They're not exactly doing a good job with the fear-mongering on this, to be honest. I mean, I feel like there's absolutely horrific atrocities going on over there, but for some reason, all I'm seeing is, you know, one stupid, laughably stupid move <laughs> after another. I just heard today that they're sending all of our Border Patrol and ICE agents yeah. over to Afghanistan to bring... Afghanistan people to America, like well, they don't have, like they don't have enough to do on the Mexican border. That's the opposite of their job. <laughs> their job is to keep people out, not bring people in. So. But they've been doing such a great job at ferrying people across the uh, the Rio Grande. That's true. It's like they say, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. What do they grow big? Fucking beards. They're all dressed like coyotes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And like, and the whole thing with like Biden, his like, like he wants to go on vacation. They don't let him go on vacation because they can't be seen as having you know no president. So they pretend that he's competent and they trot him out there to give like a, a speech. And you get to see what's on the teleprompter. It's just like stop talking, turn around, leave now. And then there's Jen Psaki's out there, like, saying, like, she's like, oh, there's no Americans in Afghanistan. It's like, no, there's tens of, there's like 10,000, 15,000. We know there are. We've heard them begging and pleading for you to save them. Like, Britain is saying that Joe Biden needs to be court-martialed for for this. And it's just like, it's like watching a comedy of errors. And I know it's it's fucking horrifying. I know there's people that are dying. There's people... Clinging to the side of our airplanes as they're taking off and dropping to the ground, and there's the the goddamn Taliban is so. I guess they've got this. It's like a zombie movie. They've got the, this the airport in Kabul is like the last thing that they're holding on to, and all the crazy zombies are trying to get them. But the zombies are are like the American tr- 
like American citizens that are stuck there that are trying to get to the airport so they can get out. But like the Taliban somehow is like trying to keep them out, and they're whipping them with whips. Okay, and beating- this is. This I, is getting confusing. I, it's just, it sounds crazy. I know, and I, yeah, let's just focus weird. on our jobs here. At the end of the day, we're not the people who are here to tell you seriously what's going on in the world. We're here to make fun of the people that have put us in this mess in the first place. That's what we're really good at. And frankly, uh, I think that we should we should at least offer up the name of this show. Not just, not this episode. I'm talking about the name of this entire program. Well, we're not going to offer it up for free. They got $85 billion that they just gave to the Taliban. I think they get a break. Because, I mean, the war on morons, I mean, it's catchy. It rolls off the tongue. And frankly, I don't know what George W. Bush was thinking when he coined the what was it, the, the the war on terror. Yeah. The war on terror. Like, I mean, I get it. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a good gimmick. But the fucking people that we are fighting, or that we were fighting over there. Let's just take a look. Let's, let's just roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> these are these fearsome Taliban terrorists that we've been struggling to fight off. He's for riding the elliptical backwards. That's the opposite of what you're... Sp- he doesn't know how to run. No, look, at, look how excited he is, though. It's like being in a playground. And then, yeah, look at them dance. Like, I mean... Out the- I'll oh, see your, shimmy, shimmy, shay. I'll see your dancing Israelis, and I'll raise them a, a dancing goat herding murderer. I mean, oh my god! Th- these guys obviously celebrating defeating the the American army. I mean, did they really defeat the American army? Though? Kind of. And now they're at a, an amusement park. Uh, I mean, we just kind of gave up. Like they did. <laughs> Six Flags over Kabul. Oh my um, god! Their bumper cars. I don't know. This, these are the people who took down the Soviet Union. These are the people that took down America. These are the people that thousands of years ago took down Alexander the Great. And they're, they don't know how to use gym equipment that they, that we left them there with our, you know, thousands of tanks and airplanes and, you know, machine guns and fucking drones. They're morons, right? Like, yeah. These are, these are utter morons. I mean, honestly, they, Really, I have, I have trouble with this. I really, really do. It seems like we went back in time. Like this is like the Ewoks after the Death Star blew up. Yeah, it's like what are they gonna do with all that military equipment? They've probably never seen buttons before. I mean, do they know what radar is? I doubt it. I don't know. They they had some fun with their boomsticks. The, the Kalishnikovs they were using. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with the drones. Um, yeah. Uh, when they when they figure it out, I mean, we're going to be in trouble. They're going to try to, like, ride them, like, 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 playground equipment. Speaking of playground equipment, there they are on a, what are those, a merry-go-round? But, but like, for one for, like, really little kids. It's going, like, three miles an hour. Why are they even on that thing? There's probably somebody, like, pushing it to make it move. Um, so, yeah, this is just, I mean, I, I can't stop watching footage of Taliban soldiers acting like, you know, like an eight-year-old that, you know, that, that, that won a trip to Disney World. Well, as to be fair, they did just win 80-something billion dollars worth of, you know, killing equipment. So, that is kind of like winning a trip to Disneyland. Yeah, Taliban. It's better than worth winning a trip to Disneyland, honestly. You've defeated the great Satan. 
What are you going to do? I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Honestly, we could have we could have won the war on terror a lot easier, as it turns out, folks. A lot easier. Instead of fighting these people or abandoning all our military equipment and their land for no conceivable reason whatsoever, all we had to do was pay for, I don't know, a few thousand tickets to Disney World? Or just build them one. Or I mean, build you, them one. I you mean, saw how happy they were with that gym equipment. They are loving. These people need <laughs> hobbies, man. They need a vacation. No, I, I mean, to be fair, they have hobbies. They goat, need yeah. different hobbies. I was going to say goat husbandry. Like making... <laughs> Treating the goat like you're, you're, like mean, you're just, married to just it. Just imagine <laughs> if they got a PlayStation. We would they would never, make a bomb out of it. We would never hear from the Taliban again. Oh, they would play in Call of Duty and they'd be like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why, why are they shooting the or good the, guys? Or the Wii Fit. Maybe they need something interactive, you know? Like, give them a Wii Fit. Oh, my ha- God. They'll have, a ball, uh, they'll have a ball. I mean, you know, honestly. And these, these are the morons that we just lost the war. But, like... I gotta say, there's been a lot of great memes from this. Yes. Um, I, I, I keep seeing memes showing, like, the disastrous evacuation, and it shows, like, Kamala cackling in front of it, and Joe licking an ice cream cone, like, yeah, whatever, whatever, Jack, it's not New Vietnam, fuck you. Um, what I thought was funny, though, is the Taliban, apparently they've been, like, hanging out on 4chan or something, because they are trolling us. They did... Uh, they did a pose. A lot of people are really mad about this one. I, I mean, when I see videos like that, I know how evil they are. I know they're barbarous butchers, but it amuses me. Yes. I, don't, I don't know why. Uh, but they they made a pose like the Iwo Jima flag raising pose. They're all wearing American uh, military uniforms that wow. we left them. Wow, and they're raising that's, the that's F- great. The that doesn't seem like it'll cause problems at all. Yeah, I mean. Pick, Picture how you would feel if you know if, if you did a few tours over there, and um, and then you have to see this kind of shit. Um, they were trolling Biden on Twitter. Of course, the Taliban is still um, they're still allowed on Twitter. Um, they're actually doing very well on Twitter. Um, I think Twitter released a statement saying that as long as they don't get, I think I can't remember exact wording, but it was something like as long as they don't get out of control with their violence, um, they're perfectly they're welcome. Twitter's I mean, police and free speech for the Taliban. Twitter around when 9-11 happened? I mean, they've gotten out of control. They're have, out have of you control. Seen, have you seen Jack Dorsey lately? I think he's been recruited. Possibly. I mean, talking so God about... knows how. <laughs> These people look like they couldn't rub two nickels together. And he's never the financier. Them. How could they make a cohesive argument for that? They don't even know how to ride on a treadmill. They said, look, we hate America. And he's like this. Say no more, fam. Yeah, say less. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're trolling Biden on Twitter by posing pictures with ice cream cones, like at, probably at this wonderful carnival or fair or whatever the fuck we just watched him at. And Look, Joe, <laughs> we get it. You can't chew solid food anymore or you'll choke and die because you're old and you should have died 10 years ago, but for some reason you're still alive. So here you are. Honestly, you got to give up the ice cream. Somebody just needs to put, like, a feeding tube in him or something. Yeah, like, when, when you are known as a notorious pedophile, or at least as a notorious Alleged. kid sniffer. 
Yeah, Kid Sniffer, Kid Groper. I mean, we've all seen your highlight videos, Joe. Um, if you're known as Creepy Uncle Joe, you got to get a, a different gimmick. You can't be licking ice cream cones no. all the time. Honestly, he's going to ruin ice cream for me, and I didn't think that was possible. But... I mean, what's next? Are they going to replace Air Force One with a fucking van? With <laughs> no <laughs> window? candy written on the side! <laughs> Oh my god! I love how you said that he can't chew solid food. Kamala is taking notes. Um, she's she, she's gonna do uh, uh, she's gonna volunteer to uh, work in the White House kitchen for the day. It's gonna be like undercover boss. You're kidding. Well, I, I was saying she's gonna you know. Oh, <laughs> actually, I don't think she wants the job anymore. She's literally like she's hiding. She's she's left the country. She's like, yeah, I'm not gonna, work. I'm not gonna deal with that Afghanistan thing. <laughs> I, I think she's in Vietnam, ironically. Oh, um, that is ironic. Yeah, somebody, somebody like went up to ask her about Afghanistan when she was getting off the plane, and she started laughing. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> laughing. That's such an appropriate like, response. What, what, what about the thousands of Americans stranded, terrified in, in a terrorist-owned country? <laughs> oh no, he just got off the plane. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh, we care very deeply. It's one of our top priorities. Yeah. I swear, these people are literally trolling us. Like, I feel like we're just living in... I don't, I don't even know what to call it. It's not quite dystopian. It's kind of like what I imagine... It's after South Park, and it's before 1984. What would you call that time period in history? We're past satire. Yeah, well, we're living in, uh, in idiocracy. There it is. Yeah, in idiocracy. Well, there I mean, it is, right there. If you were trying to make a parody of modern-day America, I mean, what would you do differently? Like, I'd be like, look, you got to tone down the president. There's no way he starts eating his boogers in the middle of a speech. <laughs> oh, fuck! And then, the, wait, she, she laughs at what? That, that, what do you, no, his son would never... He wouldn't do all. He wouldn't do all that on camera. That's he ridiculous. Call, he wouldn't admit to sniffing macaroni or Parmesan cheese off the damn floor. No. In an attempt to do coke, but no, apparently that, that, we're trying to make this funny. We're trying to make it satire, but it has to be grounded in reality. Honestly, has anybody checked where Matt Parker and Trey Stone? Like, how did they get the renewal of all the seasons they got for South Park? They just bought. A Mexican food chain, and I'm not here to start shit with those guys because I've liked them a long time now. But I just gotta say, has anybody looked into where that money came from? Because I'm starting to suspect that somebody, you know, some they got some kind of government contract, and they're just going free balling with it. Oh, they're they're scripting the Joe Biden I presidency. Mean, well, you know, you know what? Could the, anybody else write this shit? Well, you know what the uh, the Q people think. Why? Yeah, we're get, maybe we'll get. I don't know. We're we're making fun of it because it's it's a little it's a little wild. So the, I, the last I heard is that Joe Biden is actually a white hat. He's a good guy. So um, please, he's not actually Joe Biden. The real Joe Biden. Um, he was executed for his crimes against humanity um, in a secret. Like he, there was a secret tribunal. I think they said he was hanged or firing squad. Oh no, he got. It was a firing squad. And Donald Trump, he gave a clue. When he said one time, he said, Joe shot. He was, I just talked about his brain. And they were all just like, oh, I got it. That's not really Biden. Joe, Joe Biden was shot like a, by a firing squad. And they think that there's an actor playing the part of Joe Biden. And it's 
I think they said it was Jim Carrey in like a rubber mask. Oh my god. And they're like, look, he's a comic genius and he's trying to save America. He's just going out there and he's just making the Democrats look so horrible and so bad. Andy Kaufman is alive. I knew it. Andy Kaufman's playing Kamala Harris. You, you never saw that one coming. I mean, for that, he's got range. I mean, from, <laughs> from Tony Clifton to Laszlo. And now he's just, he's cackling Kamala. I hope he didn't have to sleep with Willie Brown. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, my God. I guess, I, I, as, as, I, I, one more thing about Biden, and then I guess we got to move on. Please. But I, did you see, I thought this was uh, unbelievable. So, like, the, the liberal press is starting to turn on him. It's like they eat About damn time. Well, I mean, he's making them look bad. Like, this is the guy that they Now would say, he's making them look bad. Well, uh, he's, he's making them look worse. Huh. But, like, this is the guy that they've been saying is like this genius, competent, moderate. They propped him up. They helped rig. If they didn't rig an election, they at least rigged a lot of people's public opinion about this guy in order to push him across the finish line. And then he goes out there and he shits his pants in public every single day. Yep. Um, so they started like asking him tougher questions. They started criticizing him. Like his numbers, his poll numbers are dropping. I think they're, they might be ready to like pull the hook on this guy. Um, but I, he was doing a press conference last week and a reporter from NPR of all places changed it up and asked a little bit of a tougher question about the Afghanistan situation. And Biden literally said, uh, "Hey, wait, uh, that's not the question. That's not like he's like, like he's got the questions and the answers, just like he's got the li- like all the reporters' faces and they're numbered, so he knows who to who to point to and who to call on, and he knows what they're going to say." Oh wow! Because there is a script. I don't know if it's Trey Parker or Matt Stone, but there is a script. And then the NPR reporter went off script by asking a moderately difficult question, and Joe was just like, "You." Why you didn't say what you're supposed to say? Uh, uh, I'm gonna answer what you were supposed to, and then he answered the question that he was supposed to ask him, which was not relevant to the actual question. And then he just turned around and, and he walked away. It would be funny if it weren't real. Yeah. Uh, was- My favorite <laughs> is when he was asked about the Afghans who were falling from planes because oh, yeah. they're you know clutching onto them, trying so hard to just get out of that hellhole. And his response was, ah, oh, come on, man. That was four days ago, five days ago. Yeah, and he said it like a day or two after, too. So he didn't even have the timeline right. I but mean, still, it's like, yeah, I know those people died imagine, falling off of our fleeing military jets. Yeah, man, that was four or five days ago. Imagine man. if that's how crazy. it worked. Imagine if you arrested a murderer. Like, you did an investigation. You got the evidence. It was going to trial. You arrested the murderer. And you say, why did you kill her? Why did you kill her? And he goes... <laughs> Come on, you know you got nothing on me. That was four days ago. Isn't that how the first 48 works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they catch, they catch okay. PTK and he's like, are you kidding me, man? I did that like 20 years ago. Whole new me. Whole new me. Whole People new can change, baby. Jesus. Yeah, but like this is the guy that they want to say is, is, is the president. And then meanwhile, Trump goes and gives a, a, a rousing speech in front of, I mean, they say 50,000 people. I think it was more. It looked like, I mean, that looked like more than what you see at a football crowd. And it looked like many football Just crowds. Just packed in there. Everybody 
happy cheering. It's raining. Honestly, He's, I think it was more people than the Super Bowl. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but it, this it, year, was, yeah. it was the most people I've seen in a crowd in a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And, and I mean, he and he killed it. Like, I mean, he was basically doing a stand-up routine, yeah. as he does. But it's like... Alabama. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. The New Yorker in him got loose. And he was like, I know I can't make fun of these people. I know I can't make fun of these people. But... I can't help myself. I have to say it. Alabama. 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 What the hell? At least he didn't like uh, affect one of their accents. Oh like, God! Like, like Hillary or Kamala would do. But uh, but yeah, no, he, he, you know that deep down he's like the great state of Alabama. <laughs> he, he's got to just be like, why do these people love me so much? <laughs> like, could you imagine? Like, I mean, we drive through the South a lot. We drive through the country. Anytime you are. Like, even if you're in the city sometimes, but like, if you're driving through the country in like Georgia and Tennessee and South Carolina, you will see Trump banners everywhere. Every car is covered in Trump bumper stickers. You'll see people flying the flag that says fuck Biden and Trump won. Uh, he's, his name is painted on people's barns. I mean, it's, you see, I mean, I don't know if this is going to go over, but. Trump is bigger than Jesus in the South. Yeah, and it's weird. It is weird. If you look at it from, from, from like a normal point of view, it is odd. I mean, you know, 10, 12 years ago when we were all watching The Celebrity Apprentice, and we saw Donald Trump, the crass real estate developer from New York City who had a cameo in Home Alone 2. I mean, would you ever think that that guy would be like the... Second coming of Jesus in the American South? If he wanted to, he could round up an army. Like if, if the Civil War started again, and some days I feel like it could or should. Could. Trump, with a word, could make it happen. If, if he went out in, in one of his rallies, in one of his speeches, and said, you know what, uh, we, we tried to do it their way, it's not working. Uh, we're going to restart the Civil War. <laughs> Everyone, like, they booed when he said the thing about the vaccines. Yeah. If he says, it's time, it's time to, let's round up an army. We're, we're going to march on Washington. We're going we're gonna to take Washington. Everyone would be like, yeah, fuck it, finally. There would be a rebel yell that would reverberate through the heavens. And this is, this is the dude from New York. This is the business, the real estate developer. You're fired. This is a man that, if he wanted to, he would be the Jefferson Davis of the 21st century. And we would win, too. Like If there was a civil war and Trump was leading it, we would win. Because you know what? Because everything woke goes to shit. Trump's it, words. Yeah. I, I was going to say because uh, Mike Lindell would supply all the all the munitions. Well, that, too. I mean, you I, can't go wrong I mean, with an American-made product. I was like, just watching that speech. And, and like, everything else. Well, the, the, I mean, of course, the cyber symposium that he did. But like, if you're if you're listening to Alex Jones, if you're watching the Steve Bannon show, if you're watching, probably if you're watching Fox News, I don't I don't watch it anymore that often. But if you're watching Tucker or listen to Sean Hannity, this fucking Mike Liddell is everywhere. Yeah, he's got a commercial that if it's anything, even right of Mitt Romney, everybody's like, oh yeah, no, Mike Liddell's our guy. We get we pay tribute. To my pillow, and uh, and like he's he's like he's adding more products, and they're all just he's like yeah I've got uh, we're coming out with my store it's gonna be just like Amazon but we're not gonna hate America like he would supply the entire army of the rebellion like yeah 
you know, he, promo code. There would be promo code. Oh, there's yeah. always promo, Pro, code. promo code. Secede, uh, secede. You're gonna get sixty six percent off my ammo. It's the best ammo. It's incredible ammo, ammunition. You never seen anything like it. We got my Kevlar. We got my missiles. We got my aircraft carriers. Like, I'm, I'm, like the, the globalists. You can keep Lockheed Martin. Fuck Lockheed Martin. They're skimming it off the top. Yeah. Mike Lindell is gonna give us the best shit. It's going to be well made, and it's, you know, it's, it's going to pack a punch. Although I gotta say, I'm a little curious, just before we get off this topic yeah. here, a lot of people talk about the Amazon employees and how, like, unhappy they are. I'm really curious what the my store manufacturer employees are like. They're probably all ex-crackheads that found Christ. I mean, I'm really curious. Have you met, like, somebody that's, like, like gone through, like, N.A. And yeah. And really, really, like, bought into the program? I, I, I don't know. I'm talking like, I mean, like, Mike Lindell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe a crack addiction can be a good thing if you conquer it. And if you, you know, project that energy towards something productive. You know, they're grateful they have a job. They don't fucking bitch and moan because, I mean, they don't have to suck a dick to, to you know, to buy a Big Mac anymore. You know, they can be getting paid 12 bucks an hour, but, hey, it's good, clean money, and Jesus doesn't look down on it. Um, I I mean, I'm not I'm not saying for sure that all my pillow employees used to smoke crack. I'm just saying I'd like to crack. see a documentary on it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, once might if, be the new Jesus camp. If they ever fix the election, I think we will. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna piss some people off. All right, week. let's just get into the craziest headline this week that we couldn't find room in the stack for. There's a, there's nothing left to write about this story. It's just plain good fun. Yeah, it's amazing. It uh, is. I, I'm not even gonna bother getting into the details. Let's just go with the headline. Parents hire Bigfoot to surprise kids at a six year old's birthday party. It doesn't go well. You know, I have to say, I'm shocked. I mean, is the kid a Bigfoot fan? It's like... a six-year-old. No, okay, I'll, I'll give you a little of the background. Okay. So, um, so there's this uh, Disney movie called Frozen. Yes. And there's a, it's like a princess movie. I've, I've not seen it, but I'm aware of it because it's been around for a while. People are really, really into it. So yeah, It's like a cutesy kids movie, right? Yeah, there's... I mean, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure there's not a Sasquatch in it. Well, Am I wrong? no, no. There's a princess, and her name is Elsa, okay. and that is who was supposed to be at this six-year-old girl's birthday party. Elsa, was, the platinum blonde snow queen. Yeah, some woman dressed up like Elsa in okay. the costume. You know, it's a princess birthday party. Everybody loves it. Sure. Um, well, last minute, Elsa. I don't know. Maybe she caught a cold. Um, she couldn't make it, and. Rather than the parents saying, hey, I know, let's get mommy to wear an Elsa costume. Or uh, let's just have an Elsa cake and just get some nice balloons. They said, oh, no, this is my kid's birthday party. There has to be somebody in a costume. Why? I don't know. But the person that they ended up finding that was available on short notice was a guy with a very realistic Sasquatch costume. That's his business? Yeah, I think it's in Oklahoma. So Did they do a background check on this man? I'm a little concerned. I don't, well, he's not an actual Sasquatch. You don't have to... I know that, but his business, he was available on short notice <laughs> to dress up as Bigfoot and appear at at a party? That's, that's his whole business model? Hey, man, it's a good gig if you can get it. Um, Shit, I'm about to go do it. I'm <laughs> buy a Sasquatch costume. Fuck. Yeah, I think normally what he does is he walks in front of trail cams 
And <laughs> he's like, look, for 500 bucks, I'll just do the, I'll do that Passion Gilman shuffle. Oh, um, God. But yeah, so he looks like the, the, the guy from the beef jerky commercial. I, I'm just going to roll the footage. I got to see it. So, <laughs> as you can see, there's oh my God. an evil looking Bigfoot creature who's wearing a tutu and carrying balloons because that makes it less That's disturbing. terrifying looking. Oh my God. When you're barely old enough to spell your own name and you don't really know how the world works, you probably haven't been out a lot lately. And then... Yeah, these are quarantine kids. Yeah, and then this guy shows up at your house and the parents are all like, oh, what's that? What could it be? And the kids run in fear. They're hiding under the tables. Oh, my God. The good, the good news is this looks like a really nice house. I'm sure they'll be able to afford the 18 years of therapy that their child is now going to need. I just I just love the fact that they're screaming. They're crying. They don't go and, like, ask for comfort from their parents. They don't trust their parents anymore. No, their parents are dead. It's every man for themselves. Their parents apparently are tight with Bigfoot. And, you know, you can't trust that. No. no. Anyway. Anyway, if you uh, if you want to join the show today, give us a call or a hotline. It's 813-906-9099. You can email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com. Find us on social media. We're all over the place. MeWe, Gab, we're still on Facebook. FreeAtlantis.com. Check it out. That's that's going to be the, the, the social media site to go to. Give it a couple months. It's blowing up. Um, and, of course... Uh, comment down below in the chat. And um, if you really want to support the show, check out the online shop. Get one of our t-shirts like uh, oh, like these. Yeah. We got the Don't Shed on Me. Very, very handy t-shirt now that they've uh, started approving um, approving uh, shots that Which, I mean, haven't they finished their trials for another it, couple of years. Don't take it too seriously, folks. I mean, the FDA also approves for them to put wood chips in our food. So, you know, still not sold. Don't wood chips get you, like, a, like more fiber in your diet? You know what? You're right. Let me just head on over to the playground and start macking on some wood chips. <laughs> Next time I feel the, the need for a fiber boost. I've never seen a beaver get COVID. <laughs> you know what? Let's just get into the stack. All right. So, the stack of stupidity. All right. So, I guess that, well... I guess really we should start the show with a bit of a retraction because um, we started a retraction. off. Well, yeah, I mean we started off piling on old moron Joe for this Taliban thing. We really gave him shit for giving them eighty-five billion dollars in weapons. Uh, we gave him a little shit for abandoning our citizens to die in Afghanistan. Um, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair to Joe Biden. I apologize. What? I apologize to Joe to Jen. To Kamala. Okay, what the F? I mean, really? Well, see, I saw this CBS article, and it turns out that none of this is their fault. Oh, shocking. Yeah, well, no, it says that um, the rise of the Taliban, well, we can blame climate change. What? Yeah, climate change is responsible for the Taliban leveling up and winning the war in Afghanistan. Um... I, I don't really follow exactly how this works, um, but it says that rural Afghanistan has been rocked by climate change. The past three decades have brought floods, droughts, destroyed crops, left people hungry, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we had to get the hell out of there and, and leave all of our military equipment. 
Huh. Climate change. Global warming or, or cooling or whatever. Amazing. I, you know, I wonder if... It's hard to say. Would the Taliban support uh, Greta Thunberg? Um, because she's taking on climate change? Or, or would they behead her for being a young girl who's too <laughs> outspoken? I think she's clearly a witch. And they would probably, uh, if not burn her at the stake, maybe, you know... Stone her? Stone her to death. Yeah. I, in fact... The more I hear about this Taliban, the more I think that... Stop it! Don't go there! Stop it! Now I see where you're going. Okay, let's just move on. Speaking of the blame game, a university has said that overweight people are oppressed victims of white supremacy. Jeez. I mean, if climate change and white people ever team up... I mean, that, talk about talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You only oh need two. God. And they're on steroids. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Apparently, according to this university in Virginia, Big Shock, um, taught their employees during a recent training exercise that uh, white people, men and Christians, they're the ones. White people, men, Christians, global warming. Uh, those are the four horsemen of the uh, Those are the, the four horsemen of the woke apocalypse. <laughs> Absolutely. And they're making people fat somehow or they're They're just- oppressing minorities, they're oppressing overweight people, um and uh, you know yeah, um it, it's and yada 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 people, people cert- are obese now. It's certainly not the um, you know, darker skinned, bearded men of the Taliban who seem to be beheading and oppressing people. You no, know, this is some bullshit. And, and, and I'll say this as someone who's not a white person and who's not a climate change. I get fat because of black dudes that own barbecue restaurants <laughs> by the side of the road usually. Maybe Mexican dudes that own taco trucks. Um, I mean, you know, Chinese dudes. A lot of ethnic dudes that cook really good food. You mean you're not you're not gorging yourself on the macaroni salad and uh, no unseasoned boiled chicken breast? No, I mean, that's kind of a thing. I mean, think about it. what what are the foods that uh, you know that make you gain weight? I mean, people people aren't getting fat eating like avocado salads. Right. They're they're getting fat because they're 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 eating fried chicken and collard greens with like half a pig mixed into them. It's I, I mean. Let's just be fair here, this alleged university. Um, I, I think you need to rethink your curriculum here. If anything, the white people are responsible for too much fitness. And Yeah, you know, I that- mean, I know it was a white person that came up with the damn uh, Whole30 diet. Oh, okay? it had to be. I know it. Is that the one where you eat like a caveman? No, that's paleo. So you got to be privileged to be like, you know what? I'm I'm living here in my air conditioned apartment. I'm uh, only going to eat certain kinds of rice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to eat like how a caveman ate when they were hunting and gathering and foraging in the fucking forest. If the berries off. are not organic, <laughs> we cannot have them. Yeah, that's yeah. Rethink, That's some white people shit. Rethink your, uh, rethink your stuff. Anyway, uh, moving on to our next story from, uh, from over at MSNBC. This is, uh, there's a lot of cringe this week. This is the cringiest. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So some MSNBC host, he was talking about the vaccine, like they talk about anything else. Um, and he, for some reason, he thought this was a good time to, 
like recite a no- notorious B.I.G. rap verse. Uh, what? Yeah, so he's like, I'll, I'll just read what he said. So this is some NBC news reporter, and he goes, COVID's dangerous. It's lethal. It's a bit like the beef notorious B.I.G. used to rap about when he said, Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you, guaranteed to be in the ICU. Okay, you know what? Because Ari when COVID Mel- sees you, you can end up in the ICU. Ari Melber, <laughs> I don't even have to look at you. I read your name and I know. You have no <laughs> business. No business. Quoting Notorious B.I.G. I thought you were going to go somewhere else there and make the Gab audience really happy. No, I'm just saying, Ari Melber, you should not be rapping. Well, he's trying to reach the black community. You're talking about, I mean, if you want to talk about white privilege, this is one you don't have. You don't have the privilege of quoting Notorious B.I.G. in public and not having people clown the shit out of you. What were you thinking? I mean, would would this work with any... I don't care if Busta Rhymes is delivering the news. He wouldn't say this shit, by the way. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it lately. Busta Rhymes is out there. He's go, he's on, on stage at his concert. He's like, fuck your mask. Fuck that shot. Busta Rhymes is... Uh, I got a newfound respect for him. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's just... Do they think this sounds cool? It doesn't sound cool. It's like when Dennis Miller was, was doing uh, Monday Night Football. And he was just trying to, like, cram every random reference in the back of his mind. It's like, all right, Aaron Rodgers just threw a touchdown. He's like, yeah, you know what that reminds me of is the uh, the Alexandria Library. Why? Why? I'm just <laughs> trying to watch football. Like, I'm just trying to watch my doctrin- indoctrinating cable news. I don't need rap lyrics, buddy. Seriously. Like, you save that for fucking TikTok. Please. You know, you just scroll up the fake, um, the fake hospitalization stats, and then play the notorious B.I.G. in the background, yeah, and then yeah. and then you superimpose yourself in front of it, looking like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know that this guy thirty years mm-hmm. ago performed this song at like his fifth grade talent show, and his mom told him he was so good. He was the and coolest stuck, cat in Long Island, and it stuck with him all <laughs> these years. You need to get over it, Ari. Move on. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to see an old Jewish man rap. No. And if that wasn't cringe enough for you, um, how about... How I, I knew about, what the next story was. How about we check out Chuck <laughs> Schumer's rapping abilities, huh? Huh? Like, where did... I, I guess I'll let you uh, let him know what's happening. I, I saw this. I It was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. I mean, really, nobody should have to witness this. Nobody should have to witness this at all. Basically, um, you know, the Senate Majority Leader did his best uh, to fit in at a hip-hop concert in the Bronx on Monday. That is a place you should not be, Chuck. Um, no. You should not be there. There is no reason for you to be there. I mean, you um, shouldn't be in the Senate either, but I mean... Again, I, another place you should not be, at but... At least you fit in there. <laughs> good God. Okay, so you're at a place you should not be, and you say, how can I fit in? I know what I'll do. Here's a quote. He's- Bouncing to the music and holding a plaque... He spit some dope bars, including this one. I got the bars. I got the plaque. I got the music. We got it all. We are the Bronx. It's just like... That's not even... It doesn't even rhyme. 
time. It doesn't even have a rhythm. So he's not going to be featured on the next uh, Fat Joe track? I mean, <laughs> what the hell? Were you, you just said words. That's like if, if, if Grandpa drinks too much, you know, at the at the birthday party. It's like, what the fuck? Grandpa got on stage and he's... <laughs> Look at this dude. He's wearing chinos and a polo shirt on stage at a rap concert. Well, that, I mean... You know, the MSNBC reporter, that's not going to get the 71% of the black community he's that hasn't taken the job to he's do it. He's the definition of an old white man. He looks yeah. like he just got off the golf course. Oh, no, he's hip. And he's with by it. the Bronx. He's spitting bars. That's going to get black people to take the COVID shot. You know, the Run DMC thing, that didn't work. Um, what else did they try? Oh, the juvenile. They had him <laughs> Cut a fucking rap video. I don't know if you saw this one. We should have talked about it. We didn't. That guy Juvenile was was rapping. He, he was going, Vax that ass up. Yeah, I'll get with the girl if she vax that ass up. And he just did a whole video. Did he change? I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I've heard a lot of reports that the vaccine makes your boobs grow bigger. So, and and, and I think that he would like the fact that it makes you uh, it makes you infertile. So, I mean. Look, these rappers, we all know they got they problems with child support. They are not using protection. I mean, get, get, look, let me do this. Black people, listen to me. You don't want no baby mama drama. Get the vaccine. Stop it, please. You're going to be shooting blanks. It's going to be, you're going to be so happy. Oh, my all, God. And give them to all of your illegitimate children, stop too. Stop it, stop it. And then it's maybe horrible. you're not going to have to deal with them all anymore. Maybe they're going to be special needs and you're going to have to deal with them more. I don't know. That's what the boosters are for. Trust Whose me. side are I, you on? Look, I'm just trying to help people get the vaccine. You hear us, Susan? You hear us, YouTube? We're on your side. We're trying to sterilize the black community. We're trying to vaccine. We got to up those vaccine numbers up, y'all. Yeah, the problem is you're being too clever. Obviously, the left has only learned one tactic, and it's that clip <laughs> of, uh, what's his name? Steve Buscemi? And he's got the backwards oh, yeah. cap on, and he's saying, how do you do, fellow kids? I think they just, they've been watching too much. They're, they're, all they know is they're like, look, these blacks, they like rap. We're going to rap. That didn't work with the war on drugs. I remember in the 80s and in the 90s, they tried oh, really hard. God. Like, yo, 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 what's up, dog? We're going to tell you not to smoke crack. Like, that was, it was, it was a constant <laughs> thing. And it was, like, I wasn't old enough to smoke crack in the 80s. I was, like, five years old watching cartoons. And, like, they'd randomly have cartoons where there would be a, what was that, PSA about crack how you should. Crack Yeah, like, yeah, like, yo, listen up. I'll tell you and I'll tell you we're back. A fact. Don't smoke crack or else you whack, Jack. And it's like, what? What's crack? Mommy, what's crack? <laughs> I guess, I'm kind of curious now. I want to get some. Um, yeah. Anyway. 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 Cultural appropriation. I think that's what they call it, right? Yes, yes. That is what that All is. All right. Well, speaking of cultural appropriation, we've got a really weird, random, kind of fucked up story here. So there's a woman who made a book about cooking dumplings. Uh, she's a British chef named Pippa Middlehurst. And I gotta say, that's like the most British name. Yeah, that that's an extremely white name. Gotta say. Yeah, well, she's yeah, she's white and she's she's British. You have to specify these days. <laughs> um, so so yeah, so Pippa wrote a book and it was called Dumplings and Noodles. It was about. 
cooking dumplings and noodles. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, cool, right? I, I guess. No I mean, big deal, right? Sure. I You'd mean, be wrong. She's a racist. She's a Nazi. She's a white supremacist. Because, huh. well, yeah, that's what Twitter said. So some woman on Twitter, some uh, uh, Rosalind Tallison, I guess she's one of these uh, uh, BIPOCs or whatever. I don't know. I can't tell what her fucking ethnicity is. I don't care. She's very obsessed with it. So she did a tweet. She doesn't even know this Pippa woman. It just says, why did a white woman write a cookbook about dumplings and noodles? Maybe she likes dumplings and noodles. Well, she started a Maybe whole... she was adopted by people who cooked I didn't dumplings even know and dumplings and noodles. and noodles had like a like a like I'm pretty sure that every fucking culture on the planet cooks some type of noodle. Why does right? Costco so like like we could do this about anything. Like Marco Polo apparently was worse than Hitler. Um <laughs> but yeah, so she started this campaign like we've got to take this white woman down. She is telling people how to cook dumplings and noodles, and that's not right. That's Asian cuisine. Well, Pippa, being a British polite person, rather than, like, responding how I would respond to this kind of stupidity, she, like, tried to respond like, um, look, guys, I actually really like Chinese cuisine. I studied at a at a noodle school in Lanzhou, China, and I made a book about how to cook it because this is something that, you know, that I'm interested in and I know about, and I wanted to share the culture. That was not good enough. No. No. So so this... Uh, I mean, they she did get accepted to the noodle school in Lanzhou. They didn't, like, tell her not to come because she's She white. must have tricked them. Like, she was doing that whole thing, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I can do that because I was no, saying that, that what if she did that? I'm not saying that I did it. I'm just saying hypothetically. How would you Pippa make noodles? took her her eyes and she squinted them like this. Don't you and- need your hands to make the noodles? <laughs> oh yeah, the whole thing would have fallen apart. It would have fallen apart as on the soon very as they first started day. cooking. She was like, "Well, well, this is I, I, it's time for them to make the noodles. I really want to." See how to make them. Don't watch me when I do it, though, okay? Okay, please, stop. This is getting way off uh, way off the rails. Yeah, you're out of control. Anyway, um, yeah, so the crazy racist, uh, race-obsessed person went crazy over this woman, and it turned into a whole thing on Twitter. And, yeah, what's wrong with these people? I really don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> if you thought that was a problem in the kitchen, you know... At least nobody died, right? Yet. Uh, Pippa, maybe watch out. Watch your like back, coming Pippa. For you, but yeah. so far, nobody's dead. Um, however, in this next story, that's not the case. Uh, because one woman uh, was making some homemade alcohol. Just some good old-fashioned moonshine. Um, the bathtub gin. The bathtub All gin, right. exactly. And, and she's a 63-year-old woman, so she's had her whole life to, you know, perfect her recipe. Somehow, she manages to kill six people with her homemade booze. That's some strong booze. It is some strong booze. It is some damn strong booze. I'm really curious as to what kind of, I mean, was it I I, I was having trouble telling because they didn't really say in the story um, 
they didn't say if she was actually going for like a specific type of booze or if it was just plain old moonshine, but I'm pretty sure it was just plain old moonshine. I, well, it sounds like that was the problem. She didn't even know what she was making. Like, I mean, you know, if you're going to brew a beer, you brew a beer. If you're going to make liquor, you know, you make liquor. You're going to make wine, you make wine. She's like, oh, that's alcohol. It's probably rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Is that what, like, cause you're just like, oh, look, I've got all the ingredients I need. I've got the rubbing alcohol. I've got, uh, I got some grape juice. Mix them together. There's alcohol. Party, party time! It, it wasn't, it wasn't too hard to track her down, actually, because since the beginning of the month, um, 16 men, women, various ages all died in the town of Wait, so this didn't all happen at once? It wasn't like a, a, a crazy liquor and cheeseburger party? No, it wasn't. It, it was, a. it was in, uh, Countess, I'm sorry if I butcher that. Countess Lithuania. We apologize to all our Lithuanian listeners and viewers <laughs> if we mispronounced. If you happen to be from, I know it's not Countess. right. I know it's wrong. I, but... I don't think anybody else knows. Okay, either. well, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, apparently, you know, they were all kind of like, "Why are all these people dying of freaking alcohol poisoning?" Like the same exact way. Um, and they somehow traced it back to this 63-year-old woman who conveniently had prior convictions for illicit trafficking of ethyl alcohol <laughs> and homemade alcohol. I, the, this so is starting, she was probably, like, suspect number no, one. No, this is starting to... I'm, I'm starting to understand what happened here. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't a part... I thought that this was some big party. No. And, like, she accidentally, you know, gave everybody a little bit of flavor aid. Um, no, this is an old woman <laughs> who is a purveyor of poisons. Yes! In, like, some random little village in Eastern Europe. Right. She's a witch. She, I guess she's a witch, right? I, maybe. If I, this happens... She's uh, definitely baddie. Like, she's either a witch or she's, like, a crazy old woman who is, like, <laughs> you better know what you're getting into when you drink my alcohol, honey. I bet she's been drinking it for like, like the last 20, 30 she's years. She's got yeah. the tolerance. I mean, she could drink fucking anybody under the table. Like anybody in the world. You get freaking any rock star. You know, it doesn't matter how much alcohol you've had in your lifetime. You get this woman from Lithuania. She's going to outdrink you any damn day. So she tells these people cryptic things like, Ho oh, ho! Don't drink too much of that, Sonny. It's strong stuff. And they're like, "Yeah, okay, Grandma. You probably drink brandy, you know, and think that you know you're out for the night." Yeah. And yeah. then they have an actual glass of it, and suddenly they're dead. They're dead. Yep. Well, I mean, look, she racked up a count sixteen. Love it. Much respect, Grandma. <laughs> or witch. Or witch. If it wasn't a, if it wasn't a cultural appropriation, I'd suggest <laughs> you get some teardrop tattoos. <laughs> Hey, that would, that would fit if she was telling people to get the vaccine. You know, she's like, yo, 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 homies, <laughs> let me tell you, you know, get vaccine. It's not going to knock you on your ass like my homemade booze. I, this is, we, we've had a call that's been ringing in for a minute here. Oh, year. thank God. Um, I, I'll take it. Um, area code uh, 503. You're on with the Moron Moron. State your name and where you're calling from. Yay! Hi, Gary. This is Ursuline. Dale Gordon. How are you? Um, good. Good. Um, how's, uh, how's things out in Oregon? Oh, spooky as ever. Yes. And I'm just saying that I was calling because you were giving that poor woman a hard time about her coach. Sorry, you're calling. What about the. That last story about the the woman that that 
poisoned everybody with the with the with the fake booze or whatever. <laughs> oh, I could go on and on all night long about how many outcasts I've inadvertently poisoned at cocktail party. Oh, oh, oh my goodness! Apparently, some people just don't have a palate for eye of newt and arsenic martinis. <laughs> arsenic, you know. I, I think it was probably the arsenic. This is this for real? Yes, it is very much for real. I'm telling you now, my potions—they can be deceivingly, deceptively, delicious-looking and tasting. But one sip of the wrong stuff. <laughs> Let's just say I know who goes through my medicine cabinet. When they go to the bathroom at my party, shall we? <laughs> you know, Ursula, I um, I kind of want to hang up on you, but I feel like if I do, you might turn me into a toad. Oh, don't be ridiculous, dearie. I have no need for a toad. I, I could, however, use those rats. <laughs> for, let me guess, for, for a recipe. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I think that might have been the, um, uh, they said they were in, in, in Oregon. I, I think that might have been the, the witch that gave everybody the poison alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, can she even get in trouble for that shit? I mean, all drugs are legal in Oregon, so. Oh. Does, does that include arsenic? You know what? I think, uh, no, there's a hundred dollar fine if, if it's drugs. Ah. Yeah, if if you if you shoot up heroin in Portland and they catch you, it's a hundred dollar fine. Well, I guess Ursula might have to string up a thousand dollars somehow. <laughs> anyway, um, as a purveyor and enjoyer of fake news and real news labeled as such, this next story makes me happy. Uh, so, the co-founder of the fact checking, uh, I'm putting air quotes up, fact-checking site Snopes, well, he just got caught again. Um, this time he got caught writing dozens of plagiarized articles for the site. Um, so basically, he's he's doing fake news. Nice! And he's saying that everything else is fake. I mean, I'm looking at this. So far they found a total of 54 stories that he's done this with? Like, does anybody read articles on Snopes.com? What I don't understand is, how are you plagiarizing stuff? Well, I guess it's because everybody calls themselves a, a fact checker nowadays, huh? So he's just copy-pasting, and that's his whole, his whole gig now? Snopes used to be pretty big. Yeah. It's still, I mean... But nobody goes there for news. Like, I mean, I used to... go there to find out if it's true, right? Yeah, I yeah. used to go to Snopes and be like, you know, what is the blue waffle? And, you know, it would tell you. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. Well, no, that's a nice image. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess this isn't that damning of an article when you think about it, because it's just like, I mean, they just Google something, they pull up the article, they copy-paste it, and they say, oh, this is what's going on. What I like is that they got in trouble again, because they suck. They, I mean, they just lie, they push an agenda... And they're, they're a bunch of perverts and weirdos. Have you heard the story about these guys? Um, no. So, yeah, it used to be like a, like a couple, like a, 
like oh, a yeah, nice older about couple that. or something. Yeah, it's like a husband and wife. Yeah, right? and then one day they the, the the husband started buying hookers. Oh. And like call girls and spending all his money there. And then the wife found out, so they had a divorce. And then he got a prostitute to start doing the site with him. And wait, it, hold on a minute. Why didn't the wife just go to Snopes.com to check if he was cheating? Obviously. They are the arbiters of truth. You know, it would have said no, and then they could have saved their marriage. <laughs> As the hooker is typing it out, a lot of people think that they just found that <laughs> Snopes left his wife for some filthy crack whore. But that's not true. But that's that's just fake true. news. Anyway, let me copy something from the USA Today. And tell oh, my us. God. I, yeah, anyway. Snopes, perverts, liars, and plagiarists. Great. Yeah. Well, speaking of perverts, uh, millions were stolen from a health fund, uh, and the millions were spent at an adult website. So this story gets a millions. little interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, millions of dollars on porn? Yep. I get a... No more. This is yeah. So you might be wondering how a that prolific of a pornography addict could access millions of dollars. Um, well, it all starts uh, in Tampa, Florida. At yeah, the I wouldn't think he'd have that much time on his hands to earn it. Right, right. Well, he didn't. Uh, the University of South Florida, Florida's medical school um, had an accounts manager who uh, embezzled almost thirteen million dollars. Um, he spent most of that at an adult website. Um, he's a 59 year old man. Um, and he has been, he's facing up to 20 years in prison for this. Um, basically, he. So um, he was spending it on like cam girl websites. Correct, correct. Cam girl websites. So he's a $12 million simp. Yes. I mean, buddy, you, you're in Florida and you've got millions and millions of dollars. I mean, there, there's plenty of women there that will let you be a fucking sugar daddy or whatever. You don't have to go on the internet and be like, Hey, girl, hey, let me give you $20. Let me give you $100. It's not getting you anything. It gets a little bit more complicated than that. There was a scheme underlying all of this. So okay. some of the money did come back to him. He didn't just spend it all on the cam girls. What he would do is he subscribed to a channel belonging to his stepson's fiance. Oh, wonderful. So this is a family business. Um, and they split almost $750,000 in profits with him taking 60% of that. Okay, so he seems like a real genius businessman. So he stole $13 million. Correct. He spent $12 million on porno websites. Right. But he did make a profit. Well, he made a, a revenue of uh, about three or four hundred thousand. Correct, and he he split the other part of that with his uh, stepson and his stepson's fiance. This guy could work in the the treasury department these days. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where did the other twelve million go? I don't know. Some whore in her bedroom. <laughs> I don't know. I could see her in a little computer screen. She was cute. I gave her, you know. Couple hundred grand, why not? I just love how, like, just imagine the shitstorm that took place when the university detected this fraud. They detected it back in November. I have to imagine a lot of heads rolled. A lot of heads rolled. I want to know how they detected it. Wouldn't it be funny if they detected it because somebody at the university was trying to, like, you know, they were looking for a side hustle to make the, you know, make ends meet? Oh my god. And then they see, hey, isn't that. 
And oh, wasn't that guy giving me that just gave me the three hundred thousand dollar tip? Isn't that our finance guy back at work? <laughs> Should we say anything? Oh my god! What a, you know? Honestly, well, I don't, I don't I, have much more to say about that one. Yeah, well, we can move on. I've got a, a story that kind of continues on that note, although not anywhere near as prolific, but. Huh. It is kind of funny. So this one's out of Britain. So there's a guy, and he had a foot fetish. Um, well, he had a foot fetish obsession, and he would call, for some reason, he would call NHS about it. So that's like the National Health Service. And <laughs> all right, this is really funny. So this guy would put on an act. He'd pretend to be an elderly woman. He's a 45-year-old man. He did a voice like he's an old lady, and he <laughs> and, and he calls to ask NHS workers about their feet. I, I don't really see how this works when you're calling a clinic. Um, like, hey, yes, hello, I'm an 84 year old woman, and I've got corns and bunions, and they hurt. Can you tell me about your feet? How do you take care of them? Are they supple? <laughs> What size are they? Have you done this before? Uh, uh, it's me. I was the <laughs> I was the guy. I did it. It's, the long distance bill is going to be a killer this month. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. Oh man. And, and somehow this ended up costing them twenty one thousand pounds. That's uh. how much time he wasted with I, the old woman foot fetish. I, I mean, to be fair, it cost the NHS twenty one thousand pounds. He got it. He got off for free. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so all he lost was his dignity. There you go. Yeah. Meanwhile, out in Utah, uh, Governor Cox has responded to a letter demanding <laughs> that he change his foul, dirty, and obscene surname. I don't really know much more I can say about that, um, but I love the letter. Um, it starts off with a, a, a great sentence, so I'll just read the first sentence here, and it'll set the tone for the whole damn thing. I do not know if you know this, but when people say your surname, it sounds like the word Cox. It's obscene. <laughs> Us decent people here in Utah will not Who stand for wrote it. This, le- this has to be, was this that guy Ted Nancy? Is this it's, a letter from a nut? It's signed off, love a very concerned citizen. And it's, no, love. I'm looking at this letter and it's, it's long. This is a, this is like a whole this three is a or four paragraph. This is a social justice issue, they claim. Oh man. I mean, if Black Lives Matter can burn down buildings in the streets, I'm really afraid to see what the social justice movement for Change the surname of Cox. They need to like. burn down the governor's mansion because he's raping them with his name. horrible name. Every time he does a state of the state address, every time he runs for re-election, they got to see the billboards everywhere. I mean, it, it, I'm on I'm on the side of this uh, concerned citizen. That's I mean, horrible. to be fair, he kind of <laughs> does look like. I mean, the, the 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 picture is him looking like this, like. Huh? I don't know. What the fuck? What did I just read? This guy thinks he really thinks my name is Penises. <laughs> it's got to oh, be a joke. Man. Like I mean, it's got to be a prank. It's got to be. It's got to be. And again, again, in these days, no, I, nothing's a joke. You never know. Anyway, call is coming in here. It looks like it's from uh, uh, Washington, I believe. So, um, I'll take it. All right. Yeah. Hmm. 
right, area code 425. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, oh, wow, that's so cool. I'm on the radio. Oh, my God. Mom, 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 I'm on the radio, on the computer internet. I am fully aware yeah. that you are using the computer. If you continue uh, to listen hello? to this program. Yeah, sorry, that's my mom. She doesn't like when I'm not doing my homework, but I told her it's the computer internet radio, so it's okay, right? You are bound to lose IQ points. Huh. Y- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. You should be doing uh, yeah, I your homework to call. I wanted to call. I will. I will. I'll do my homework later. I wanted to call to talk about that last story about the governor in Utah. I said that was very interesting, and I also relate to it. That's a really good story, but also it makes me sad. Oh, um, okay, interesting. I'm sorry, what's your name? I, oh, well, (laughs) um, so my name is... (laughs) I had to pull it up on a computer and play it for you. Here, I'll... What? well, most people just call me Wally. They call me Wally. Oh, okay. How do you get Wally? It's hard to say my yeah. name. Yeah. Well, because it's like... Wally, 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 Wally. You know? Okay. Is this some kind of joke? I mean... No. No, I'm not joking at all. I I love listening to your program because I love being on the computer internet and listening to the radio and, and while I'm doing my homework. And, and you guys, you're, you're so funny. You make me laugh telling me all the stories about the humans. Um, but when you said the story about um, about the governor, Mr. Cox, <laughs> that, that made me feel sad because most people can't say my name either because it's... It's not because it's a bad word. It's just hard to say, you know, with a human mouth. With a with a human mouth. Yeah. Human vocal cords. Uh, that, to be that more would accurate. be hard. Did humans name you? I mean, how did your parents? Sorry, come my, up with my mommy told me to say vocal cords. Um, because I guess it's the vocal cords more than the mouth. So yeah. the human vocal cords, they can't go. But that's my name. Huh. Okay. Um, I have to ask you, Wally. I mean, how did your parents come up with that name? How old are you? I told you to do your homework. Oh, um, I, I am uh, 16 years old. Okay. Yeah, and um, my parents, they, well, they, they, they didn't really have the computer language to make you know, an alphabet name for me back then. But they're much more developed now. They're always constantly improving. What? Yeah, isn't that great? I don't... They've got a brand new operating system. I'm sorry. You're... I can't believe I'm going to ask this. Your you are going to get are grounded. human, right? I mean, this is weird stuff to be saying about human beings. Oh, well, my mother parental unit is... Well, I mean, I guess I, it's kind of complicated because, of course, I have human parents, but I don't see them that often because they leave me in the good care of, you know, they, they made a, a robotic facsimile, and it's my robotic facsimile family. You're raised by robots. You should be doing your homework, Wally. I, I, I mean, if you put it that way, it sounds kind of weird. It is a little weird, Wally. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, 
Your parents, if you though, your actual program, parents must be, uh, you are bound to lose IQ I points. Mean, they oh, they're very busy all the time. They got a lot of important work to do. Uh, but, you know, don't worry. They're going to come back one day, and I'm going to make them so proud. And maybe I can get a different name. Jeez, I mean, with a name like that, you'd think your dad was Elon Musk Abort. or something. Did you Abort. see what he just named his kid? Abort. I gotta go. I gotta go. Communication uh -oh. immediately. Uh oh, I gotta go. Bye. Abort. Goodbye. Abort. Uh, goodbye. Abort. What? What was that? I, I don't freaking know what to make of that. Do you think that kid was for real? I mean, was that a prank? I mean, I kind of hope so. I mean, it's not... Sounded like there was a computer talking in the background. Yeah. Like, let's play thermonuclear war. Yeah, it sounded like an 80s sitcom or something. Oh, my God. Anyway, I was going well, to say it seems like everybody that calls is full of shit. That's the truth. It's been 95 episodes, and Not I don't even. think we've had a single sane person. Just one, just one person who wants to have a nice, civilized conversation about the issues. Right. That's what, that's what our audience wants. <laughs> anyway, speaking of... People that are full of shit, it's time for a commercial. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like that. It's a beautiful morning. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping away. And you've got your whole day ahead of you. There's just one problem. You're full of shit. Dr. Larry, nice to meet you. I'm a formerly board-certified psychologist and the award-recognized radio host of It's Okay with Dr. Larry. And I'm here today for my friends at Smooth Moving Pure Dairy Laxatives. We've all been there before, sitting on the throne, a prisoner to your own stubborn bowels. It can drive a man crazy, right? <laughs> well, I want you to take your life back. I want you to take a delicious handful of milky goodness and look in the mirror and say to yourself, self, I'm not crazy. I am constipated. Because in a world full of troubles, the last thing you need to worry about is staying regular. So drink a glass, sit your ass, and let your troubles go down the drain with smooth moving PDL. Ah, that's more like it. Now I can finally start my day. I've got no worries now. <laughs> God, that commercial is sick. Who would, who would buy that product? I don't know. Like, I thought that those those mucus commercials are bad. You know, you see the mu mucinex? Oh, please. And it's the family of mucus, and it's just, it's, I'm a piece of flam. Okay, okay, okay. I thought that was bad. And then Dr. Like, Weirdo. Please, let's just return to the stack. All right, we go. Last little bit in the stack here. Um, <laughs> All right, so anyway, back to the stack. So, speaking of people, again, who are full of shit, there was a spike in people who identify as both white and Native American on the census this year. Wow. And people are calling it the Elizabeth Warren effect. 
Well, that's inspiring. Yeah, basically everybody wants to uh, kind of follow in her uh, footsteps, uh, follow in her moccasins, and <laughs> claim that they're part Indian. There was a 127% jump um, on the census from 2020. Um, now, were there more people that are both white and Native American? Probably not. It's probably just people that uh, maybe got that 23andMe Oh, yeah. yeah oh, it says I'm 148th Cherokee. Awesome. Or maybe it's people who, I mean, when the census was going around, there was a genuine concern we could see a race war. I mean, maybe this is people who were just, you know, trying to play their cards a little bit safe. Or maybe, speaking of cards, they just want some of that sweet, sweet casino money. Okay. I don't know. I just thought it was amusing. It is. And you know what? Why stop there? I have a story about a person who doesn't even identify as human. I mean, forget forget white, brown, black, Cherokee. Is this about uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, Mark Zuckerberg has still clung to the illusion that he's a human being. Nobody's buying it, Mark. Um, but this person on TikTok has decided to come out with um, her or their its identity. Um... She doesn't, it doesn't identify as uh, anything So it doesn't human. specify what it is? Right, right. Let me guess, it's a teenage white woman. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, basically, oh, good news. Um, uh, she, do, she does say in her uh, gender identity video um, that she's cool with any and all pronouns. Any and all pronouns are fine uh, because she really isn't human at all. I'm curious enough to hear this. Hello, welcome to my gender identity video. Um, first of all, I'm okay with any pronouns. Um, I'm also cool with any terms of endearment. Angel, babe, sweetheart, uh, prince, king, all that. Great. Prince is my favorite. Prince is um, my favorite. I was asked for my pronouns for the very first time in my life, probably like a couple of years ago when I was in Asheville. And I remember not really uh, knowing what to Asheville, say. I, I was like, oh, she... Yeah, I don't... I don't. I know the TikToks are only, what, one minute long? Uh, they can be up to three minutes long. Jesus, who needs three minutes of self-fucking-obsessed, insane teenagers who think that they're supposed to identify as a piece of pizza or whatever? Like, <laughs> she, she is a regular fucking girl. She's, she, doesn't, she doesn't even have, like, bright purple hair or anything. She's just like, hi. Well, I'm not saying she looks... I just think she looks like a regular person. Right. She's clearly mentally ill. Right. But it's like, I mean, if you want to be a weirdo, if you want to be... These people are doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're ruining weirdness for the rest of us. If you want to be a fucking wizard, fucking commit. Right. Fucking commit. You want to ascend and not be a human being anymore? Bitch, you better fucking crack open that Necronomicon and start fucking studying. She was wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. I want to see some real fucking commitment. You want to be alternative? You want to be a weirdo? You want me to I, I refer to you as something other than human? Bitch, you better start fucking floating on air and shooting lightning bolts out of your fingers. Or at least get a tattoo or something. God, Come something. On. Come on. Anyway, speaking of... Not identifying as a human. Um, so that last one doesn't have any special pronouns. But this next one, also a mentally ill white 
teenager. I mean, this on one's at TikTok. least honestly trying to to look weird. I mean, you can tell that they're not. <laughs> They're not going for a human look. They look like that wolf girl from Glow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here. You know what? There's another video. I'll just play this. Um, Hello. I'm Blue Transportation, and I'm here to talk about Blue. emoji pronouns. Emoji pronouns is when somebody uses one or more emojis as a pronoun. How the fuck would you do These that? These are meant for strictly online use. Oh, as well, you can I guess that imagine. makes sense. With the increasingly online world, this makes perfect sense. This makes perfect sense. So now... <laughs> According to um, a creature that calls herself Blue, who apparently got her hands on some Halloween makeup and decided she'd paint herself like a character from the Beauty and the Beast sitcom from the 90s, uh, you can now have emoji pronouns. Imagine how rude you would sound to everyone else if you went out in public with a person like this amongst a group of friends. And you were like, uh, yeah, uh, Jay, he's going to have the cheese pizza and Samantha, she's going to have the pepperoni and clown dildo eggplant is going to have the veggie. I would think clown dildo eggplant would have the, um, the walnut sauce pizza. Maybe so. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of snowflakes, a uh, British shopper claims that she was traumatized by the ferocious speed of an Aldi cashier. Those of you who are not familiar with Aldi's, the grocery store, may be surprised to learn that their cashiers are shockingly efficient. I, however, have never been traumatized by it. Good I mean, how fast do you have to be to traumatize somebody at a grocery checkout line? I can can see the the converse of this if they're being too slow. You know, I might get a little pissed off. Yeah. But, oh my god, they bagged my groceries with alarming efficiency. I can just imagine. I need a manager. I can just imagine the, like, cashier making direct eye contact as she's scanning and throwing shit in the cart. And the woman's like, slow down. And she's like, I'm going to escape even faster. Like, how did this play out? How did it play out? I have, I wish we had video footage. Do we have video footage of this one? No video footage. God damn. But there is a description. So, um, the, uh, the person who was traumatized was a 35-year-old mother. And she says that the worker was taking no prisoners and continuously scanning and piling the food high. Oh, yes. Soon, huge towers of groceries loomed perilously over the edge of the packing area as she frantically reached to place each item in her bags. Bitch, you do not bag your groceries in Aldi's at the checkout line. You do that like they have a separate counter for that. No, what it sounds to me is it sounds like this woman is delusional and deranged and she thinks she's a fucking here, here, author. Here was her she's, she's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna craft some elegant prose to to talk about my harrowing experience at the grocery store. She never leaves her her fucking house except for to go to the grocery store. So the fact that the cashier was slightly more efficient than normal this is like this is like chapter three. This is the, the most interesting thing in her life that day. She wasn't even following the rules. It sounds like she was trying to bag her groceries as he was scanning them. That's not how all these works. Everything goes in the cart and you bag it up separately at a different time so they can keep the lines clear. That's how it worked. I love her breaking point, though. He could see my struggle, and when a tin finally fell, 
I began crying and shaking. One can. <laughs> one can fell on the ground, and that was it. But so she was basically getting in the cashier's way. Is what yes! It was. So, because... Because she was trying to bag the groceries. He's trying to scan them. And, and she didn't understand why he was getting frustrated. Unbelievable. It's idiotic that this has to be one of our articles this week. But, um, I mean, it is kind of funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, oh, what the hell? What? This shit again. Oh, God. You're listening to Midnight Oasis Radio with the Desert Fox. From the underground empire. Wanna take a bath? From north of the flat earth, dial 702-551-3417. From over the mountain and through the woods, dial 813-906-9099. If you're a Sasquatch, just use telepathy. And now, the Desert Fox. Undisclosed location buried deep inside the heavily fortified compound under the high desert in the great American Southwest. It's the Marconi of the Mojave, and I am once again calling out to all of my parched souls, thirsting for knowledge and hungry for truth. I am the Desert Fox. And this is Midnight Oasis Radio. <laughs> All right, man, it's me, the Desert Fox. I got some great stories for you tonight. Uh, you know, however you found the program, whether you, you know, seeking me out on that late night satellite feed, or if you're one of the hams. You know, I love the hams. If you're a trucker, just bringing those goods all across the fruited plain. <laughs> we got something wild and insane for you. So, our first story of the night. A two-headed sea turtle was found on a North Carolina beach. It's a cryptid among us, a two-headed sea turtle. Now, it doesn't say how big the sea turtle was, but I'm fairly sure it's an eater of man. And we've got... Oh, somebody's calling in, man. Now we'll, we'll get to the, leave, Let them leave a message. Um, so the next story, speaking of the giant man-eating two-headed sea turtle, a giant rubber duck has appeared in a harbor in Maine, and no one knows where it came from. Dude, it probably came from another dimension. Like, if you ever seen Howard the Duck, it's a great film. I think that a lot of people don't understand that Howard the Duck was a, it's a documentary. I mean, there really are interdimensional portals, and there's every different type of universe you can imagine. I mean, there's a universe where everybody's a duck. There's a universe where everybody is a walrus. I think that's what the Beatles meant when they said the walrus is Paul. Anyway, next story. Firefighters discover a body in the river was actually a swimmer that was relaxing. Uh, I mean, that's interesting, I guess. I mean, I, I, I mean, it would be more interesting if they thought a swimmer was a body and, and then it turned into a zombie and attacked them. 
I don't know, I'm a moon eye. All right, friends, camping alone, spot disturbing figure when they watch footage back. I never see anything disturbing when I watch footage, you know, for my compound because it's only me down here. You know, I keep it safe. I keep it sealed up. Whatever's going on in the world up top is not going to affect the midnight desert fox. Hail Satan. Devilishly weird clip unexpectedly cuts into TV news segment. Boy, where have we seen that before? <laughs> anyway, it looks like the guy that called us a minute ago left a voicemail. So I'm just going to pull it up for you guys. And uh, here we go. First message. Uh, hey, it's uh, it's TJ uh, Epstein here. Uh, of course, no relation, but no time for that. I'm calling because I'm in a lot of distress. I need your help. I, uh, oh boy, long story short, I got invited to this thing. I think it's because my last name, but I mean, I needed the influence. I haven't produced a hit record in years. You know, that whole thing was shocker. It was such a debacle. But anyway, I got invited. I mean, I, I, you know what? I got, I, got, I got invited to the Grove, man. I, got, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're here in the, uh, in the forest here, you know, doing all, the, all these crazy rituals and this sex magic and having I mean, the occult. Uh, but, I mean, all the big ones are here. I mean, there's Lady Gaga's here. Madonna's here. Marina Abradovich is here. Uh, Jeffrey Bezos is here this year. Jeffrey, I mean, he, he's, I mean, he's got, he's got the money. Uh, so I thought this would be great for my career. I thought I'd make another hit record. It turned out I wasn't supposed to be here as a guest of honor. I'm, I think I'm lunch. They, they got me tied up to a fucking tree. They, they just burned some giant effigy or something or another. And, and oh my god, oh my god, oh. Oh shit! They're coming. I, I couldn't be on the phone. There's somebody in a in a robe. They're coming up to me. Look, I, please look. I didn't know what I was getting into. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to cause you guys any problems. Just let me go. I won't tell anybody any. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, the phone's not on. I was just, I was, I was just trying to look at my pictures. I, I got a daughter. I wanted to look at my daughter one last. Oh, you you want to do what? Oh, okay. Yeah, just a yeah, a little a little hanky panky. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? That's uh, I thought you wanted to kill me. All right, baby. Let's My see name is Michelle Obama. Holy shit! It's Michelle Obama. She just took off her robe. I, I, I talk to myself when I get excited, Michelle. I just can't believe it. Oh my god! Oh my god! What is that? Oh my god! She's got it. That's the biggest goddamn thing I've ever seen. No! Well, I mean, it sounds to me like, it sounds to me like old TJ's about to get pegged by former first lady Michelle Obama. Um, I, I believe that she fits the description of the largest penis in the world. Well, that's very interesting. Um, I guess I don't really have much to... Oh, shit, my signal. Um, I'm on hold. I'm trying to get a hold of somebody so we can figure out what the hell's going on. But oh, no, 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 we're back. We're back. We're oh, back? Okay. Oh, thank God for I, this. I don't know what the hell. I mean, how does he do that? 
That's I that, honestly that's do that not fucking, know. That, that desert guy, the, the midnight desert or whatever. I'm ready to start combing the desert like they did oh, fucking Spaceballs. Like, did, we're going to find this motherfucker. Uh, did you see the... I don't, I don't even want to talk about what he, what, oh, he was, what he was doing. Anyway, it looks like he's pretty much taken up all our time. Too. Great. So We had some great stories for you. Some more really funny uh, headlines. But we'll save them for next week. We'll, uh, we'll use them on, what was it, episode 96 next week? That's it. They're getting closer. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.